morning. Today is Shana Tova, and today's daf is daf Lamed Gimel. Today's um, we're going to go towards the bottom of Lamed Beis and Beis 32b. Um, it's the fifth last line. Fifth last line is Rabbi Yosi Haglili. So remember, we brought a bride which brought, which actually had three. It mentioned it as three opinions of who you have to stand for. We know the pasuk says Mivnei Savers Tokum before an elderly person you should stand up. Vodar Zokain and give honor to the face of an Zokain. Hashem and you shall fear your God. Uh, you shall fear of your God because I am Hashem. So we had the the the. Part of the thing was what saver, what zokain, who's this obligation to stand up for? What triggers the tenoim? One of the <coughs> things that trigger the tenoim to learn this pasuk differently is firstly, we will see there are many other ways to rephrase the pasuk more simply and clearly. Should say mibnei saver the zokain, a saver and the zokain. It seems to be saying two different things. But on the other hand, many of them can't be. We speaking about a rosha. So then, are we so who are we speaking about then when we say a saver, an elder, and a zokain? So those were the three opinions. We had the Tanakama came along and said, well, who are we obligated to stand for? So this is the zokain that we see referred to by Moshe as um, where was it? Um, Va'osfoli shivim ish mizikna Yisrael gather for me seventy elders from amongst. Seventy from amongst the elders of Israel. Ah, oh, just as they were Talmud Chachamim. That's who we refer to when we say Zakkai and Talmud Chacham. Then the second opinion was um, Rabbi Yosi Aglili. He came along and he says, No, it's from the the pasuk of Hashem Koneni Reishis Darko. Hashem acquired me as the starting point of His ways. And again, we know that's referring to Chachma and wisdom. As, so we almost here Zakkai is what's the word like an acronym. Uh, of Zeh Kono, this one who's acquired wisdom. I think that's how to understand it. And then we brought a third opinion that, um, no, you stand up. Who was who the third opinion? Isi ben Yehuda. Let me just, sorry, I'll find you. What, yeah, Isi ben Yehuda. He said, you, when it says saver, it means any elder. So he means that there's a saver, there's an elder you stand up for. And there's a zaka in a separate person you stand up for a tamur chacham. So now the Gemara asks first point that the Gemara asks in analyzing this brisa. Rabbi Yosi Aglili, Hainu Tanakam is Rabbi Yosi Aglili, and the Tanakam are not saying the same thing. They both said, "What's a zokain? Someone with chachma." They just brought different. They seem to have just brought different drushes to prove that zokain means. Tami says, "Nah, What happens if you have a young sage, a young scholar? Says why? Tanakama sovar yonik v'chacham lo. Tanakama say no, you don't have to stand up for a young sage. This this uh, mitzvah to stand up and show honor is only to an elderly sage. And wh- how do we see that? Because he said the focus was on Moshe wanted zakanim. Apparently they were old and wise. I mean, then we can ask the question. I did see maybe it was Tosa. Someone asked. Well, then once we're adding old and wise. How do you know that you know don't need also uh, um, phenomenal people? Because remember that's who Moshe was looking for. I don't remember the word they used, but you should look, be looking for the sort of 
the people you have to stand up for is for the 70 elders that Moshe chose in his time to lead the Jewish people. So where do you draw the line and how far are you going to go? Okay, but focusing on the Tanakama holds, it's only for an elderly scholar. Tanakama Sovor, Yonik Vachacham. No, Rabbi Yosiaglili Sovor, Afilu Yonik Vachacham. No, you even have to stand up for a young person if they're a Chacham. Because the focus, of his drosh's focus was on someone who's acquired wisdom. doesn't matter your age, if you're young and wise. Then uh, if we if there's someone young and wise, then we must stand up and show them honor. In the Gemara's my time, Rabbi Yosiaglili, what's the source for Rabbi Yosiaglili? That he says it's purely based on their Chachmos. He says, Amalacho, Yisal Kadaita Kodomar Tamakama. If you're going to tell me it's like the Tanakama meant, if the Pasuk meant us to learn that it's only an elder, an older sage, will then stand up before a Seva Zokum, an elderly sage, and show him honor. Why does the Torah split them up? Remember, as we read, it says, Clearly sounds like they're two different people. Says yeah, we're actually speaking about two independent, two different people. So the zokhen must be referring to a youngster who's a chacham of a tanakama. So how do the tanakama learn? No, the reason that it puts seva and zokhen separately, again, which you, which according to them. We misunderstood to say it's two different people. The reason it splits them up is so that Zokan can be near for your racer. Remember that was the Drosha we saw in the Brisa <coughs> to say that a Choch, even the Chochom, who everyone's going to stand up for, he should have fear of Hashem and he should try not bother people that they stand up for him. He should try go. We'll see. You know, you go around, you take the back entrance, you do just something like that, so that not everyone has to stand up for you. Says Vatana Kama my timer, and what's the reason behind the Tana Kama? So he says, If you're going to say it's like Rabbi Yosi Aglili meant, I that there's an elder and a wise person, then the Torah should have written, Before a before an elderly person, you should both stand up and show honor, and you should stand up and show honor for a Zokain. I two different people with the same aloha. By the fact that it doesn't write this. Remember, again, it splits it up. It says, Tokum va seva and va darta bazokain. So it's clearly different. It says, so it splits up the, what's it, the requirement of respect. So therefore, we see that it's the same person. Okay, so we each have their two different ways of learning. Subtle distinction they both hold. You don't have to stand up for a young scholar. You have to stand up for an elderly scholar. And it seems that Rabbi Yossi holds you also have to stand up um, for uh, for an elderly person. Then it says, The Brysa said, we're going to go through the Brysa analyzing it. So it will bring up all the points in the Brysa that we discussed, that the Brysa mentioned. So, you might think that you have to show honor with Mammon, Tamud Lomar, Tokum Vodarto. No, it says Tokum Vodarto. Ma Kima Shain Bochisron Kis, Afhiru Shain Bochisron Kis. Just as when you stand up for someone, you're not losing any money. So to the Hidru that you have to show for a, for a Zokain is also without losing any money. Of a Kimalais Bochisron Kis, you're telling me you don't lose money when you have to stand up. It says Milos Kinanto Konoki Maganisa, and I had a Hachi Bachi Kon Mikmeo Bottom Milato. It could be a case where you're busy. Uh, Threading uh, pearls. pearls, 
and you're going to have to st stop working to stand up for this Chacham. So you are, and you're going to lose out. Instead of, uh, by the end of the day, by the time all the Tamirei Chachomim have walked past you, instead of having made, I don't know, uh, 20 necklaces, you're only going to have to have made 15. So standing up does cause you a loss. So he says, So, Ela Akish Hidur. So no, make the connection the other way around. So far we've connected Hidur to Kima. Standing up in itself is not, but it could actually cause bitul melacha. So he says, so connected to hidur. He says, my hidur ain't bo bitul, af kima bo bitul. Just as the aspect of showing hidur is no, there's no bitul. So too of I bitul here means not doing work. So to the standing up that's required of you, there's no bitul. The ikish nami hidur lekima, and as we just saw towards the top of the page, you connect hidur to kima. Ma kima she'ein bocheshron kis, af hidur she'ein bocheshron kis. So too, just as the standing up for a sage doesn't cost money, you don't have to spend money. So to the hidur, you don't have to spend money. Rashi just explains, um, if I understood this correctly, what's hidur she'ein bobitul melacha? Hidur. Um, Showing honor that doesn't have bitul melacha, because you show honor. One of the ways you show honor is with the, how you speak to them. You speak to them in a respectful way. That doesn't cost you anything, and you don't have to stop walk, walk working. You can uh, talk while you're working. So therefore, you don't um, lose anything out. I don't, um, don't understand why is it goes the one way and then it goes the other yeah, way. So I think we're learning both ways. The kima, the emphasis yeah. on kima yeah. is that you're just standing up. So you're not spending uh, anything, uh, uh, but you actually might end up yeah, costing you yourself something by not uh, working at uh, that I moment. See. Whereas, and then hidur yeah. could hidur just means show honor. So maybe yeah. you have to show honor by giving so them money, uh, by uh, doing, or giving them uh, gifts, all things like okay, that. So it's spending and losing. Okay. Yeah, and so it's on that. Yeah. So, so from the hidur, we see well, hidur can mm -hmm. clearly be done without costing you any time, yeah. I guess, from your work. So therefore, we learn that to kima. So the requirement mm -hmm. is again, you have to show respect. One of the main ways we do it is stand up, but it's also with speaking us up, but you're not expected to lose <coughs> money for it. We see here that someone working is not allowed to stand up for a Talmud Chochom. The law, you're telling me they don't have to. Oh, we'll come back to that. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll discuss it a bit further, but I think just important. My grandfather always emphasized how uh, careful someone has to be when someone's paying them to do work. What are they doing in the interim? And, I mean, nowadays, I think employers are aware of it, but people spend time on their cell phones, you know, answering messages, scrolling Facebook, all these things, detracting. We see here, you don't even have to, you, 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 if you're working, you don't even have to stand up for a Talmud Chochom. That's how mm -hmm. your responsibility to your employer. And uh, um, I the, remember the Gomorrah Brochus discusses the summarized benching and getting away without davening, or what's the minimum you can daven, or say a shortened tefillah. You are mid, are you standing before a chef? No, no, you're busy working, say a shortened one. So we see how far and how careful you have to be when someone's uh, paying you when you're, on, uh, when you're working for someone else, how uh, careful you have to be. Now we're just going back, we're going to question you, don't have to stand up for a Talmud Chochem when you're busy working. You know, so he says, When the people would be taking up their Bukurim to the base of Mikdash, everyone would have to stand up for them, even workers. You greet the people bringing up their Bukurim for Emrim Lohem, and you say to them, Ah, so-and-so from such and such a place, um, come in peace. So, so we see that for, I mean, for the, those carrying the Bukurim, you stand up and you stop your work. Obviously, for a Talmud Chochom, you should. I think that's the idea. It says, Omer Rabbi Yochanan, Mipnei Hem, Oimdim, Mipnei Talmud Chochom, Ein Oimdim. Nah, 
The Bikurim is different. You stand up for them, but you don't have to stand up for Tamilei Chachomim. Oh, Omer Rabbi Yosibar Avin says, See how special it is to fulfill a mitzvah in its time. I think this is referring to a mitzvah that is very time limited, like Bikurim. You can only do it like once a year when your fruit ripens. Um, or so so because you stand up before those bringing the bikurim and you don't stand up before those um from before the tamrochom oh the deal mashani tamrochom to imkainatoma shilina otilovo says it's not such a good proof because maybe a tamrochom is different because if you don't stand up for those doing bikurim you're going to cause them to stumble in the future people um, those bringing Bikurim, if no one like shows them respect and honor and says, oh wow, what a special mitzvah, they're going to stop doing it. And I think part of the reason is, I just had, I saw the other day, how much Bikurim, you can take, Bikurim is on whatever you've planted, you take Bikurim. So you could be taking a meager gift up to Yerushalayim, or a big gift, but everyone just ignores you and says, you know, get on with your, oh, you're busy with your mission, get on with it, nothing, no thing. So it's a hard mitzvah to do, and it's a can be quite demotivating. You've got to schlep a little bit all the way up to Yerushalayim. So therefore, they need the extra motivation and the extra encouragement um, to do the mitzvah. But, and maybe that's why we make a special dispensation for those going up with the Bikurim to stand for them and not other mitzvahs. But not necessarily because of the principle of Chaviva Mitzvah Bishasa. We do learn elsewhere, Chaviva Mitzvah Bishasa, there's a special dimension of mitzvah that's being done in Israel town. I think they said Pamila and uh, other mitzvahs. Okay. You might think you stand up for them in the base Akisa or the base Amerchats. And then it went on to say, obviously don't, because that's not showing respect. Rabbi Chia was sitting in the bathhouse, and Rabbi Shimon Barebi walked past him. He didn't stand up before him. The Ikbit and Rabbi Shimon Barebi got very upset with him. So, okay. Rabbi Shimon went and reported to his father, Rabbi. Remember, Rabbi's the God of Adora. He says, He said to his father, I taught him two fifths of Sefer Tehillim, and he didn't even stand up before me. So we see, Rabbi Shimon Rabbi was very bothered by someone not standing up for him in the Merchats. Um, again, uh, yeah. The two and further, bark very similar story. Bar Kapora of Amri Lor Rabbi Shmuel. Bar Kapora, some say it was Rabbi Shmuel. Bar Yosi. Have a Yosi Bay Musay sitting in the bathhouse. Al Vazir Rabbi Shimon Bar Rabbi Veloi Kami Kamei. Rabbi Shimon Bar Rabbi passed before him, and Bar Kapora didn't stand up for him. The Ikpid and he got very Rabbi Shimon Bar Rabbi got very upset. I taught him two-thirds of a third of Torah's Kahanim, and he didn't stand up before me. says, So, um, again, strange that Rabbi Shimon Berebi would be so bothered by this, but he was. Maybe he was worried, you know, uh, as educators always speak, oh, look at the chutzpah of the younger generation. Maybe that's why he was worried, but it bothered him. Um, but we see the point that Gamora is bringing out is he was ex- he expected them to stand up for him even though they were in the bathhouse. Says Yoshev Mahare says, Nah, they were maybe they were busy thinking about what you taught them. 
Bohem in, in what you taught them. They're not ignoring you. They're just so caught up in the wonderful Divrei Torah that you were teaching them that they didn't notice you. They were in the bathhouse. You can't learn. Oh, and time at Bohem, you're very good. Right? So they were thinking. <laughs> oh, so, so no, that's important distinctions. But um, it says, time at Bohem, you're telling me that but, but we still see from here, the reason is because they were thinking in Divrei Torah and they were distracted. But if not for that, they would have stood up for you. Oh, so which is still Well, Kasha, it's difficult. But Kasha, that's difficult. We have a contradiction between our Mishnah and that Mishnah and, and this Brisa. Mm. Our Mishnah said you don't have to stand up for a Talmud Chochem in the bathhouse because it's not, it's not a sign of respect to uh, um, show showing honor while wearing your towel around your waist like what's the you know mm-hmm. so he says for well, hobobate gabai hobobate barai no it depends which room of the bathhouse you're discussing in the outer rooms you know like the reception area there everyone's fully dressed you give them your token you're putting in your tog bag that's that's you do show respect there but, but um in the inner rooms where everyone's in the actual I guess the actual change room or the actual uh bath itself, that area, there there's no aspect of uh, um, showing respect. And Hachanami Mistabra, this makes a lot lot of sense. To Omar Rabbi Rabchana, Omar Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Rabchana said, Name Rabbi Yochan, but Komoko Mutar Laharer, you're allowed to think words of Torah anywhere that you, wherever you are. Chutzmi Beis HaMerchatz, Beis HaKitze, except in the Beis HaMerchatz and the Beis HaKitze. So, oh, they must have been in one of the outer rooms because if they were in the inner room, they wouldn't, wouldn't be thinking about Torah. No, this is no, but that's not a good proof because Dilma Lahanusei Shani. Maybe they were Oynos. Maybe that it was out of their uh, control. They just couldn't help thinking in words of Torah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not the best. You should try not, when you go to the bathroom, when you in the Merchat, you should try not be thinking words of Torah. But you know, sometimes uh, the wonderful things you've just learned overpower your mind and you can't help it. And then, so, so there's no proof exactly where they are. But that would be the basic halacha. In the inner rooms where people are naked, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you should not even be thinking of Divrei Torah. In the outer rooms, of the Merchats or the Beis you would be allowed to think in Divrei Torah. I think we're strict and we don't allow speaking in Divrei Torah, but I, I don't remember the details on, on of that. Yochel, so, so, that's, uh, yeah, so that's the point of where you show honor. It's got to be in a place that it is respectful to stand up for a person. Okay, Yochel, Yatsim, Einov, Oyo, etc. We said, you might think that, oh, I can pretend I haven't seen the Talmud Chochom, and then I don't have to stand up for him. And then it says, no, the Apostle says, for Yoreso, Menokecho, Hashem knows. Don't, don't think you can trick that you can, ah, oh, look, I didn't notice him, that's why I'm not standing up. Hashem knows. There's a principle, I don't know if it, I, I was actually thinking because, we say this a few times, where the Pasuk says, mm-hmm. that's something that you might think you could get away with because people can't tell what you're thinking. One of them is, uh, just want to make sure I get the term wrong, is it Onas Dvarim? I don't remember if it's Onas Dvarim or Geneva's Das, but it discusses there, like something like you go into a shop and you ask the price. Mm. If, you, you, don't really intend to if buy. you don't intend to buy it at all, and the guy's getting his hope up, that's a serious avaria. you getting him his hopes up for nothing. Mm. If you want to buy a shirt and you want to ask how much it is, turns out it's too expensive, or you look at the shirt closely, you ask, oh, let me see that shirt, and he gets all excited to show you, and you look at it and you don't like the style or the foot, you know, whatever it is, wrong color, um, you know, then it's fine. because. But there, how's anyone supposed to know whether 
It's mm. from what your intent is. And over your Hashem knows. Um, so, so there is this aspect that it says for your where it's something that you might think you can get away because no one can tell. There's no external um, signs that you're transgressing. Um, but we do see in other contexts. I don't know if that's an absolute rule. Says, so, so he says, Are we dealing with Rishoyim? Someone's going to be sitting there, see a Talmud Chochom walking past, so he's going to quickly look down into his book so that he doesn't have to stand up. Are we dealing with such a person? He says, No, maybe he will close his eyes before the obligation comes. So that when he's, the time or the chiyuv comes, he doesn't stand up before him. Right, so what's happening? You see, the, you remember, we, as we're going to see for most cases, you only have to stand up for the Talmud Chochem when they're within four amos of you, about two meters. So you see the Talmud Chochem walking towards you. So you start learn, you start reading, you start learning, you turn around. So that when the time comes, you don't notice him. We're not dealing about someone who knows he's there and is ignoring him. That's a Russia. We don't have to discuss that. But here we're dealing with someone who's a little bit more slow. He sees him and says, oh, I'm going to have the obligation soon. Let me do something that I won't, when, it, when the obligation comes, I won't notice. And therefore, it says, now you must stand up and fear your God. Don't, uh, don't behave like that. Tana, we talk to the Bible, what sort of Kima shows honor? It says, that's within four Amos. This is with your Rabbi is not Rebbe is not your main Rebbe. Avol Rabbi Muvak, your main Rebbe. Mola Einov, as where as far as you can see him, you have to stand up. So if he's your Rebbe, you see him walk into the room, you see him walking down the street, you stand up straight away. You don't wait for him to be close to you. Another time with Chacham, you stand up. Um, when Abai used to see the donkey of Rav Yosef coming towards him, the ears of the donkey of Rav Yosef. The ice, uh, that was coming towards him, he would stand up. So he didn't even see it was Rav Yosef. He just recognized the, the donkey that he was riding. The head, I guess so the head comes around the, of the donkey comes around the corner first. He'd straight away stand up. So like if you hear your Rebbe's <laughs> car coming. Oh, yeah, interesting. Always remember in school, you could tell uh, who was walking down the yeah, passage. Yeah. You learned after your teacher's yeah. footsteps or the keys jangling. So Abaya have a rochiv chamra v'komazgi aguda denar. Sagya. Abai was riding his donkey on the one side of the banks of Narasagya. Yosef Ramasharshi Barabonim Beirich is Ramasharsha and his other students were Beirich gets on the other side of the river. They didn't stand up before him. So Amaluhu Balavra Muvakana, am I not your main Rebbe? Says so Amrulay, Lavadatana. Sorry, we were, we didn't realise. We would have stood up for you. We know we're on the opposite side of a river, but we can see you, but we were caught up in our learning. We didn't notice you. Um what's a Rav Rebbe Muvak? Tough one to answer. In those days, it seems, because in those days, most of your learning was specifically from a person, because it was all oral. And that person who you knew most of your wisdom from, most of your Torah, that would be your Rebbe Mubak. Nowadays, it's not so clear because we get a few ideas from this person. We learn a lot from a Sefer. Um, so how do you classify Rebbe Mubak? Is not as clear. Um, um, so then, carry, yeah, carrying on, Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza, I'm Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza, says, How do we know that a Talmud Chochom should not bother people that they have to stand up for in Talmud Lama? This elder sage should also show Yira. So you shouldn't do things that make people have to stand up for you. It says, Abaya, 
We have a tradition that if a sage goes out of his way, he gets a long, he merits long life. If you go out of your way so that people don't have to stand up for you, you merit what, pardon? Comes through the back entrance. Yeah, or come through the back entrance or try and get a little bit early or, you know, don't walk in and out. You know, things like Abaya Makif, Rebbe Zayra Makif. Abaya was careful to go out of their way and Rebbe Zayra was also careful. Ravina Habe Yosef came into Rebbe Yirmiya Midifti. Rebbe Yirmiya was sitting before Rebbe Yirmiya Midifti. Cholafahu Kavra, Kaimei. A certain person whose head was not covered passed before them. Omar, come chatzif hai gabra. He says, oh, look at the chutzpah of that man. Omar lei, deal with me masa maxia ninu, desagi barabonon. Maybe he's from masa maxia where there's so many tamidei chachomim. It seems that he should have covered his head in some form of respect. He should have done something in respect and he didn't do it. So look at the chutzpah. He says, no, no, no. What's it? A dama doesn't. He doesn't. It's not a big deal for him to see it, and that's why he didn't pay attention. This just reminds me of a very interesting idea. Important time. We get very excited this time of year with some of the tefillos. Oh, when I sign a toykef and these because they're novel and they're exciting and they're new. But many of the tefillos that we're saying every single day are more valuable or more important or take precedence. But because we're familiar with them, they're not a big deal to us. Generally, um, the familiar ones and the familiar ones are more important. That's, that's what I'm saying. Not, uh, and therefore, but we're not as excited by them naturally, and therefore we overlook them. So yeah, Tamir Chachomim weren't such a big deal to him, so he overlooked them. There's a story with the, uh, I think it was the Natsib. I think I read it in my uncle the Natsib. I don't remember where I read it. That they asked him. They said uh, we have people coming from all over the world to see the Volodin Yeshiva. The Volodin was the first modern Yeshiva of this you know, where a place built specifically to house and learn for learning and uh, official, etc. People came from all over the world to see the, the phenomena of the Volozhin Yeshiva. Come look up on the mountain in Volozhin and see the Yeshiva. It says, you notice the townspeople, they don't even give it a second glance. It says, yeah. It says, that's because of this point that they're so used to it. Oh, he was giving that as a metaphor because he says, it might have been he said, but he says, the the tefillah, the, the long tachnun that we all sadly, I don't want to use such a strong word, but dread, um, says, do you know that that's more powerful and a more special tefillah than Una Sanatok of God? It's every Monday and Thursday, so we uh, don't view it so. Uh, really? So we that's, don't, that's what he said, okay. Well. He said, uh, uh, yeah, as I said, I don't remember my source, I don't know how reliable, I think it was in my uncle Vinatsiv, but he said something like that. He said, yeah, that's uh, it's such a special tefillah. Long tachlun, but because it's every Monday and Thursday, we gloss over it compared to some of the other tefillahs which are not as significant, but rare, rare. <coughs> okay, something to think about in our Vodas Hashem. Yeah. Often the... Uh, I've never studied in Yeshiva. What actually happens in the Yeshiva hall when the Brooklyn is studying and, uh, and the Rosh Hashiva walks into the... Uh, so, we'll, we'll see a little bit over the page. What is the principal thing to do? What I, th- I actually yeah. don't remember. I think, <laughs> I think the first, like the first time you see them, you stand up properly or something like that, and then other times, if you notice them walking in and out, you like do, you acknowledge them, but you don't like stand up and stop your learning. That, that's that's also how I remember it was in the yeshiva. Um, Isi ben Yehuda says, says when it says before a saver you stand up, that's any saver. Any elderly person, Rashi, uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember from yesterday because it was all there, but Rashi said that even a Rasha 
And the other Rishonim can't be a Rasha. When we say any elder, we mean a regular old person, not, not anything, an Amoretz or something like that. But can't be a Rasha. But some say, no, even a Rasha, if he's an elderly person, you stand up for them. Rabbi Yochanan used to stand up before the Aramean, I non Jewish elders. Come, he says, and he would say, Omar, Kama harpatki odu aleo dahani. How much have how much have these people experienced? I just the experience of going through life is worth is you stand up for. Elderly people have a lot of wisdom based on their their learning and their experience. And Rashi said something very interesting. Let me just find it quickly. Um, Uh, wait, well, that's a, uh, it says yeah, he rose, he rose slightly from his seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. oh, Rashi says here, um, what's har- harpat? I just said they've they've had the laugh experience. That's why you stand up. They've been through life. Rashi says. Mikros Vatsoros. They've seen many events and troubles. Varo Nisim Harbe. And they've seen many miracles of Moifsim and wonders. Now you go through life, you can start to see Hashem's wonders and miracles. And an elderly person has seen that. And that's why you stand up for him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have phrased that. I would have said more like, yeah, life experience, they, they was because they've been through a lot of issues. But he's saying because they've uh, experienced Hashem's miracles and therefore and wonders, therefore you stand up for them. Rava may come loika hidur ovad hidur ovadu. Rava wouldn't stand up properly. He would just show hidur. That's the token uh, standing. Says Abaye Yohiv Yad Elasabe. Abaye would um, extend his hand to elderly people. Rave wouldn't do it himself, but he would send one of his people to help him. So he'd make sure the elderly person gets helped and gets assistance, but he wouldn't do it himself. Rav Nachman Nachman would send his bodyguards. Rav Nachman was part of the Nazi's household, so he had by so he if he saw it was beneath him to go and help an elderly person who wasn't Tamil Chacham, but he would make sure that he was helped. Omar Ilav Torah Kama Nachman Bar Oh yeah, because he was such a great sage. He says Ilav Torah Kama Nachman Bar Abba. If not for the Torah, there would be so many Nachman Bar Abba. I, what makes me special is my Torah, and therefore I can't just go help anyone because it's disrespectful to the Torah. Omer Rabbi Aivu, Rabbi Aivu said, Omer Rabbi Yana in the name of Rabbi Yana, Ain Talmid Chacham Rishai La'amod Mipnei Rabba Elo Shachris Va'arvis. This is a, a Talmud Chacham is not a shy, does not have permission to stand before his Rebbe, except in the morning and the evening. So that he's not showing more honor than he does before Hashem. I wasn't sure, is that Kabbalos Oma Choshamayim Shema? That's what I would have said when we're showing honor to Hashem. On the other hand, we stand for the Amidah three times a day, or but primarily twice. So I'm not sure exa- what's it referring to exactly, but there's an, we show honor um, twice a day. Um, and you, sh- you should only stand up properly for your Rebbe twice a day because then you're showing more honor to your Rebbe than Hashem. Tosos here says, says, We saw above that Rava got cross with people for not standing up for him. It says maybe they stood up for when he walked into, maybe they stood up for him in the morning and the evening and he didn't notice. 
and they don't have to stand up for him the rest of the day. It must be only those who dwell in the house of the Rav, because they most like, very likely, Mistama, you can assume, that they've stood up for him in the morning and evening. They would be obligated to stand up a hundred times a day. In case someone else sees them and suspects them of not showing respect. And therefore, even those who stay in the Rebbe's home, if someone else is there, they must stand up. So you can imagine, you're sitting in the base medrash. You have stood up for you. You stood up for your Rosh Hashiva when he walked in for Shachris or when he walked in to give Shir or something like that. But now they're all other people and they see the Rosh Hashiva walk into the base medrash and no one stands up for them. That doesn't look very good. So that's what Tosas is saying. The concern is, and therefore you have to stand up every time. Like I said, I remember in Yeshiva, you're only doing a token stand up. Maybe that was enough to show that we acknowledge him. But yeah. How do we know that a Zokan should not bother people to, I like, like we said above, avoid making people stand up for them? Talmud Lama Zokan said, My life is just Shachris for Arvis. Well, then he's not causing them a bother. It must be that you have to stand up for them the whole day. You can't tell. We said that a, a Zokain must be careful to not make people stand up for him. If anyway, they're only going to be standing up for him twice throughout the day. What's the big deal? Why is it all concerned? So it must be that people are standing up for them. He's making people stand up for them the whole day. It says, Look, No, it's, yeah, you're right. Just for Shachris and Arvis, and even there, you should try not make people stand up for him. Any time a Chochmah does not stand for his Rebbe, he's called a Rosha. He will not have long life. He will forget his learning. As the Pasuk says, Rosha. They will not be good for the Yoshev. He will not have long life. He will be like a shadow, fleeting. Because he shows no fear before God. When it said, what Moira is he lacking? Oh, I wasn't too clear on it. But now that I've seen that the Pasuk says, by standing up, showing respect for Tamil Chochem, that's the Moira it's referring to. Okay, it's a difficult possible I'm not going to spend time on it now, but we get the idea. Ba'ema Moiras, Shana Moras Ribis or Moras Mishkalos. Maybe it's the Moira, the fear of Ribis and the fear mentioned by Mishkalos. I the Torah says don't charge interest, but you're And the Torah says um, don't be, be careful with false weights and measures and fear God. So how do, how do you know that this pasuk, which is speaking about someone who doesn't show respect to their Rebbe, Tamil Chochom, that they're going to suffer all those uh, detrimental things, maybe it's when it says, well, So Rebbe Lezer, Pone Pone Gomer. He says, no, there's an, another connection because it says, Vodarto Penei Zokain. And it says, and here it says, um, so he says there's a double connection um, to learn it from there, to, to connect the two. Okay. If the son, if his son is his Rebbe, does he have to stand up before his father? Oh, good question. We know you stand up for your father. 
but you're the Rebbe. So we can ask, I mean, we can double it over and say, we can ask it from multiple aspects. Firstly, to not stand up for his father is a lack of kibbutz aim. To stand up for his father, well, he's the Rebbe. That's not appropriate for a Rebbe to stand up for his Talmud. And from the father's side, similarly, he can't stand up before his son. That's nothing. But on the other hand, he has to stand up for his Rebbe. So we can also, so it's, I, think, I think it is multi-layered, this question. Um, on the surface, it's just the question is, uh, does the sun stand up? But I think it would. So it's Toshma to Well, let's see. Toshma to Shmuel, the Rav Yehuda. Shmuel said to Rav Yehuda, Shinana, you have to stand before your father. Ah, and remember we saw yesterday's daf, Rav Yehuda taught his father how to learn the Mishnah. Remember his father was Rav Yehuda. Uh, that's what we saw yesterday. Rabbi Yechezkel was the father who taught the Mishnah about Shreifa and Skila. And he said, no, that's not how you learn it. Dad didn't say it in the most respectful way. He got shouted at by his Rebbe. But we see there that he was the teacher of his father. And yet Shmuel told him, stand up for your father. He says, shiny, no, shiny Rabbi Yechezkel, the Baal have a Filomar Shmuel, Nami Koimi Kamei. No, Rabbi Yechezkel different because he was known for his good deeds. And that makes him, um, um, and even Shmuel, who was the grand Rebbe, would stand up for him. Either it seems if you know someone is a good person, I, I couldn't work Baal Masim, a good person, did lots of known for their good deeds. There's a special dimension to stand up for them independent of their Tamur Chochom status. And that's why you, Rav Yehuda, have to stand up for your father. <coughs> oh, you his Rebbe? Doesn't matter, he's a Baal Masim. And even Shmuel. I stand up for Rav Yehuda because of his good deeds. <coughs> and where was... Um... Yeah, says, oh, hello, Michael, well, then what was he telling him? If you have to stand up for, if he had to stand up for his father because of the special dimension of he was a Baal Masim, well, then obviously you'd have to stand up for him and stand up before your father. You see, so he says, this is what he was saying to him. Sometimes he walks behind me. You should still stand up for him and you don't have to worry about my honor. Yeah, I struggle to understand this, but I think if I understood Rashi correctly, it's that it's forbidden to show honor to a Talmud in front of his Rebbe. So it would be forbidden for Rav Yehuda to show honor to Rav Yechezkel before Shmuel. And Shmuel's telling him, no, no, no. If it's, if it's Rav Yechezkel who's such a Baal Masim, is it because of the double? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like you if you there is the double aspect of your father and your and your and Balmasim. I don't know. I thought the focus was on Balmasim, but I'm, as I said, I'm not too sure exactly what's the dimension. But he says, "Don't worry for my honor. In this case, you stand up for him, for your father, Rabbi Yecheskel." Almost as when I says, if you have a um, assuming that a son must stand up for his father. Again, in the previous, we asked the question, does a son have to stand up for his father? But we didn't get, we didn't answer it um, clearly. But we, let's assume that he does. Now must the father stand up for the son, who is not only his, his who is his rebbe. Says Toshmat, Amar Rebbe Yisho Ben Levi, Ani Eini Kedai Lamod Mipnei Bni. 
says, it's not appropriate for me to stand up before my son. Elamishum covered me based Nasi. The only reason I stand up for him is because of covered based Nasi. Rabbi Shua ben Levi's son was married into the Nasi's household, so now there's a that dimension he has to stand up for his son. Otherwise, it's not appropriate. And the reason is because I am the Rebbe, implying that if he was my Rebbe, Kamina Mikmaya would stand up for him. Um, I so we're learning, yeah. Because what does it mean? It's not appropriate for me to stand up for my son because I'm the Rebbe. But if my son was the Rebbe, it would be appropriate for me to stand up for him. There's there's a few diuk why this line is difficult because yeah. we're making the diuk not. There's two aspects. One he says it's not appropriate for me to stand up for my son, except because he's from the base Nasi. I stand up for my son. Ignore the second phrase of except for the base Nasi. Look at the first part of the phrases. It's not appropriate for me to stand up for my son. Ah, oh, but that's Rabbi Yishev and because he was the Rebbe. That's why it's not appropriate for him to stand up for his son. But the inverse would, if the son was a Rebbe, I would stand up before him. So it's not Hachi Komar. He could be saying, it's not appropriate for me to stand up for him for my son, and this would be even if he's my Rebbe. Because I'm the father. Also, why does Rabbi Yishev and stand up for his son? And Rabbi Yishev covered based Nasi. So we can't really learn a clear answer from there. Is riding like walking or not? I, your Rebbe is sitting on the horse, but the horse is moving. So do you view that as your Rebbe is walking past and you have to stand up for him? Or do you view that as if the Rebbe is sitting and you don't have to stand up for him? So Omar Abai Toshma Abai says, I'll prove it to you. Now this is quite a clever proof because it's got to do, he's bringing his proof from Torah. We know that if we're going to see the halacha is that if you have someone with tzoraas or a stone from a house which has tzoraas on and it is sitting or the person is sitting, then he's metame through oil. Maybe he's in the same room or under the same tree or something. So if, however, it's standing, the person standing, the metzora is standing, then the other person won't become tome. So if you're, just very simply, if you're under a tree with the Mitzora, if the Mitzora is standing, you're not going to become Tomei. If the Mitzora is sitting, you are going to become Tomei. Hmm. So we'll come that in. Sense. Yes. So he has to be in the tent, and if he's not sitting down, so he's not considered in the tent, even though he's under the tree. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, okay. Um, I, I I don't know what's considered, because even someone, isn't he, if he's standing mm-hmm. under the tree, mm-hmm. isn't it considered as if, or in the yeah, yeah. room that he's in. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I think it's Xeris Akosov. I'm not sure actually the source for this halacha. Um, don't want to get caught up in the Zoraas halacha, because that's not our focus at the time, but I'm not sure. Uh, it, it could be either way, maybe, yeah, if you're standing, it's, there's a degree of if you're not really there, so therefore you won't be mm-hmm. Matamit Royal, or some other reason, I'm not sure. So it's time to Yoishev. Um, to, sorry, Tomei Yoishev, if you have a Tomei, a Matsoira who is sitting, Tachaseilan under a tree, the Tahor Oimeid, and the Tahor person is standing, Tomei, he becomes Tomei. Tomei Oimeid, Tachaseilan, the Tahor Yoishev. If you have the Tomei person standing, the Matsoira standing under the tree, and the Tahor person is sitting, Tahor, he remains Tahor. The Im Yoishev, Hatahor Tomei. And if the Tomei person is sitting, then the Torah will always be Tomei. And so too with the stone that has Soras on. I, how we learn this is if a person is holding the stones, 
standing. It's as if the stone is standing and it won't make people in the same room tome. If the person who's holding the stone is sitting, then you view it as if the person's sitting and the stone will make everyone in the room tome. We see from here that someone writing is like they walking, and that's conclusive. So just as if the person was there standing holding a stone, we view the stone as if it's standing. So to or if let's so so to here, if we a person sitting on the horse that's walking, we view it as if the person's walking. So you would have to stand up for your rebbe. Important to note here, it seems that if your rebbe is standing still, the obligation doesn't apply to stand. It's only when they're walking or when the tamd chacham's walking. Iboy lehu ma'ul amud mitnei sefer Torah. Should you stand before a sefer Torah? So Rabbi Chilka and Rabbi Simon and Rabbi Lazar, I mean Rabbi Chilka, Rabbi Simon and Rabbi Lazar, I all say, Can you stand up before those who learn Torah? How much more so you should stand up before the Torah itself? Rabbi Eli and Rabbi Yaakov by Zivdi have a Yosvi, Cholif for Ozer, Rabbi Shimon bar Abba, Vakomu Mikmei. Rabbi Eli and Rabbi Yaakov Azivdi were sitting down. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Abda walked before them and they stood up before him. Omar Lahu Khad Asun Khakime Vaanachav. He says, Firstly, you shouldn't stand up for me. You are scholars and I'm just a chover. Chover is, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the con- in this context what chover means, but maybe just a regular colleague. Vaod Klum Torah Oy Medes Mipnei Lomdeot. Does the Torah stand before those who are learning it? I, those who have learned it. You're busy learning Torah now. You like the Torah. You, the Torah doesn't stand up for those who have learned it. So why are you standing up for me? So Sovalok, Rebbe Elazar, and he, no, he held like Rebbe Elazar, Dom Rebbe Elazar, Ein Tamil Chochum Roshai Lamud Mimnei Rabbo, Vashash Oisei Petorah, that a Tamil Chochum is not allowed to stand for his Rebbe, even at the, sorry, they held like your Rebbe Elazar, who holds that a Tamil Chochum is not allowed to stand for his Rebbe, even when he's delving into Torah. Well, what's interesting here is the Gemara, Abaya and Abaya strongly disapproved. Layat is quite a strong language, almost like curse. He cursed that opinion. A student must stand before his Rebbe, even if he's in the middle of the Sukhya. Um, just interesting, there's a Gemara in Marcos which almost says the opposite. It says, I think it was Rava, he says, look how foolish people are. They stand before a Sefer Torah and they don't even stand before the Tamidei Chachamim. And interestingly, his, uh, his proof was because the Torah says you give 40 lashes and the Tamidei Chachamim come along and say you only give 39 maximum. Yeah. Okay, so that, I mean, that's an interesting discussion in its own right. That makes, that's the idea that Rav says, oh, look how important Tamidei Chachamim are, you should stand before them. That they reduce. Don't want to go there. Uh, yeah, but again, so, but, the, yeah. Um, not not going into this far now, but here we see the we're learning the Kabbal Chomer the opposite way to Rava. Okay, um, I didn't see any answers to that question. I was just thinking about it. Then it says Vahibito Acharei. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Few more minutes. Yeah, uh, okay, no. yeah. They stared after Moshe until he came to his tent. This is speaking about degrading, how degrading, uh, disgraceful B'nai Israel. And one says, no, it's a praise for B'nai Israel. The one who says it's K'gnai is as we said elsewhere. Basically, they were speaking after Moshe. Look how much weight he's put on. Da-da-da. He's must be taking all our funds and spending them on himself and living the life of luxury. So that's the Gennadis that they beat Moshe. says, and what, according to the opinion, it was, was a praise 
for Bnei Yisrael? It says, no, Omar Chizkiah. So Chizkiah explained, Omar Li, Rabbi Hanina, Berei, De Rabbi Avo, Omar Rabbi Avo, Omar Rabbi Avdimi, Demin Chaifa, the Chochom who's passing before you within Dalet Amos, you stand up for him, and as soon as he's left for Amos, you sit down. You sit down. I've based in Oiver, Oimed Milfonov, Mala Enov, the Kimish Ovo Dalet Amos, Yoishev. The I've based in, if he's walking before you, as soon as you can, towards you, as soon as you can see him, you have to stand up. But once he's passed out of four Amos, you can sit down. Nasi Oiver Oimed Milfanov Malaino Vaino Yoshev Achiyoshevim Koima. And Nasi, I the king of the Jews. As soon as you see him you have to stand, and you have to say, remain standing until he's out of sight. He says, Oh, how do I know this? Shenemar um Shenemar as it says, Vehibitu Akare Moshe at Boalo is Looked after, looked what, uh, stared off, gazed after Moshe until he came to the tent. Right, so this is the praise for Neishal. They were careful to stand for Moshe from the moment they saw him coming until he had entered the tent, and they didn't uh, sit down. And they treated him with proper respect. Okay, we'll leave it there for today. Have a Shana Tova. Very good Rosh Hashanah and a good.